0: I'm already delivered I'm already set free the Bible said whom the son make free is free indeed for the God we thank you. we thank you for what you're doing we thank you for what you have done for the God we speak a fresh anointing upon the man of God as he preach and teach your word for the God for the God that you would give him a fresh anoint from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet and Lord help us To have hearing ears. Lord, to hear what what does said the Lord in the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you and we praise you. Come on, you can do better than it. Lord, we thank you and we praise you. Lord, we thank you and we praise you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you glory and we give you honor. Father God, have your way in Jesus' name. Glory to God.
1: Oh, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us all rejoice and be glad in it. Good morning, good morning, and good morning. Welcome to Zion Hill, to our online viewers. We welcome you. We're expecting, be expecting. A rhema word from our Father. Open up your ears and receive what he has to say to us today to us today. Let us go into prayer. Oh, gracious Father God, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for this day, Father. Oh, Father, we love you. We adore you. We magnify you because it's all about you, Father. Lord, we thank you for grace and mercy today, Lord. We lift you up today, Lord lord god we ask you lord you said in your word father if two or more come together you are in the midst of us so we thank you this morning for being here with us lord god we are expecting a rhema word from you father and we thank you for it lord we ask you to enlarge our territory and keep evil from us father father god we ask you lord to continue to pour your precious blood upon each and every one of us most oh Lord God, to strengthen our pastor and his wife and children, Lord, continue to cover them with their angels, Lord God, camp around them, Lord God, that no hurt or harm will come against them, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, and we thank you, we love you, we adore you, and we magnify you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. Come
0: on, stand up on your feet. Get on your feet and put your hands together for the Lord. Come on, make some noise in this place.
2: Thanks.
1: praise in that matter because that's where he want us to be in our tithes and offering. God says to give him 10%. percent he allow us to have 100 and all only ask us for 10. So let us search our hearts and give him his tithes and offering. I'm going to read from Philippians 4 and 19 and I want you all to take it personal in this scripture. He says, but my God shall supply all, not some, but all our needs according to his riches in glory through Christ Jesus. Now, he says all, not some, all. Not a little, but all. So that's what he's asking us to search our hearts. If we haven't done it, let's start today. Just give him 10% and your offering, And you can be under the umbrella of him giving everything that we need. And it's not all the ways about money. It's a health. It's your family. You can name so many things. We have a life center that God is going to take care of. But he want us to be a part of it, because he's going to take care of his business. We just have to line up and take care of ours. Let us go into prayer. Oh, gracious Father God, we just want to say thank you again. We just thank you for being here. We thank you, Lord God, that you did everything and doing everything that you're supposed to do, because your word cannot lie, Father. So, Father, we just want to say thank you. Lord, we just love you. We adore you. We magnify you because you are everything to us. We thank you, Father God, that you clothed us in our right mind this morning, Lord God. You woke us up this morning, Lord God, and started us on a brand new date. So, Father, we just want to say thank you. We ask you, Lord God, to meet every one of your children's needs, Father. Father God, you know every situation and circumstance that we go through. But you know it is good. So, Father God, I ask you just to teach us. Teach us how to give. Teach us how to love. Teach us how to do what you say in your word. Apply your word to our daily lives, Father. And, Lord, we just want to say thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Urshes, you may come forward. All
2: right. A shelter. A shelter in the time of God. Come on, come on, say it. Say God is. God, God is my everything. Hey. Yeah. hope. In my hope for tomorrow. In, in life, Oh, yes, sir. Oh, shelter. Come on, God, say Say, God is, God is my everything. Hey, God is my everything. My A shelter! Come on, let's go, Bob. witness, I said to a kid, kid, a, a witness, Anybody know about Jesus, my Anybody know about Jesus, he's my everything, my, my everything. everything, my everything. shout right like my, my God. 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 God.
3: Say good morning to every one of you, and we want to say thank you to all the good news and reports that we are getting. We are giving God the glory for all the blessings. I want to say thank you to all of you who are involved in our movie ministry. <laughs> Amen what a successful night, and we thank God for the progress in the house of God. Amen. Also, I want to say thank you to all of our worship team. They were with us over there at the Louisiana College, I'm sorry, Louisiana Christian University, and they did an outstanding job. To God be the glory. Thank God for those of you who are there to support our choir, our worship team. Even I learned something new about them. It was a joy just to watch them, not just giving concert, but literally ministering to students. This is really, it's very humbling to me. We are blessed to have all these universities around us, uh, even the one in Natchitoches, that's not too far from us, you know, LSUA is not too far from us. And uh, a friend of mine over there in Nashville, Tennessee, built whole ministry on campus. Amen. He is today the president of the national uh, full gospel ministry throughout the nation. And his whole ministry was born in a university over there in Nashville. And now it's the largest thing with more than 20,000 people. So it is not wise for, for us to have all these churches around and we're having thousands of students in our community, but we don't tap into that. That's our gold mine. Yes. And not a single church in central Louisiana is reaching out to these kids. We're busy in a little wall and having church, when God is telling us the harvest is plentiful, laborers are few. It is so refreshing to see our worship team, not just there to sing, but to minister. Even they had little Trinity leading song is just amazing. I never had to say one word other than just to sit down in amazement and see. And all of them, they go around not only praying, but laying hands on people. I said, wow, (laughs) what a mighty God we serve. We are grateful, grateful, grateful for what God is doing around here. Don't be weary in well-doing. There's something called due season. God is committed to it if we don't faint. We just need to keep on keeping on. Thank God for all of you who are having birthdays. We're grateful, grateful for another year of blessing. Amen. 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 Give me, I'm told, Mama Johnson. I think she's probably going to be 89 or 90 now. What a blessing. 89? Wow. What a mighty God we serve. I'm only in my 60s. I can feel it. (laughs) Come on, let's thank God for that. That's what we call long life. Amen. He promised to satisfy us with long life. Shows his salvation. <clears throat> so you don't need to just read it. You can literally see what long life is all about. You don't have to wonder if the Bible is telling the truth <laughs> because the truth is living among you. Thank God for all of our elderlies, men and women, to God be the glory. I want to say thank you also for the last Sunday with all of our Greeks being here in the house. Honestly, I have no clue what was going on, but it's such a blessing to see everybody just having a good time. I watched the eyes of your children and young people And it's very encouraging just to see reaching young people has always been my heart. And you have to know how to connect with them. And it's not just young people. I I learned something. And more importantly, the truth be told. I'm glad I got another pastor here. But the the reality is that we don't care how you get them here. We just want to have somebody to minister to. <laughs> Amen. So bring them in. And we're going to get out of the box. In all traditions. And we're going to spread the gospel. That's what it's all about. If you're preaching and there's nobody to listen to it, <laughs> you and your wife only, He just, but thank God, thank God for all of you that helped us to put it together, and we are grateful, grateful, grateful. <laughs> Amen. Serving the Lord will pay. Not just in the sweet by and by, right now. Yeah. And we are grateful for all of you willing the basic tradition we have, and open the door that we can reach beyond our our little group. Good, We're grateful to all of you. Now we want to say hello to one another. Is that all right? I'm going to encourage you to please get up and walk around and just love on somebody. Thank them for being in church today. Some love
4: and welcome to Dine Hills, taking it way back, old school Sunday, in observance of Black History Month. My name is Sister Jessica, and I've got a few quick announcements for you. So I'm happy tonight. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man.
2: My eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord.
3: I am Joshua Joy Dara, and this is my lovely wife Elizabeth. We want to invite you to our Family and Friends Day events. March your calendar on March 17, 18 and 19, our church family, Zion Hill Church family will be hosting their Family and Friends Day and we are going to have a time of worship We're going to have a time of fellowship and much, much fun. Guess what? We consider you as our family. So we want to take the time to do a special invitation just for you. We look forward to seeing you there. We have worship service at 8 a.m. that Sunday and also at 10 o'clock. Come when it's convenient for you. We're going to have a great time.
1: See you, there went on
0: the cross of calvary the lord was crucified
4: the mob stood round about him if you are a guest today joining us for the first time we are so glad that you've decided to worship with us after service please stop by our guest center where we'll have a special gift just for you. If you've been blessed by this ministry, partner with us in spreading the gospel all over the world. This is your opportunity to give unto the Lord and give to this ministry. You can do so by scanning our QR code on the screen or text to give by texting ZH Family followed by the dollar sign to 73256. That's 73256 or you can go to our website at www.zionhill.com and click on the Give tab or simply give through our new church app. That's right, Zion Hill has a new app. Visit us at Google Play or at the Apple App Store and search for Zion Hill Church Family to download. announcements until
5: next time we'll see you at the top everybody give God some praise amen as you all know this is the last Sunday of our what we're calling themed Sundays it's so good to see everybody dressed in their Sunday best I see your hats I see your bejeweled all over the place give yourselves a hand you look so beautiful so we're going to do something a little bit different this morning last sunday was what we call as pastor talked about um some people are calling our radical sunday but this sunday we're going to go back is it okay if we go back for a minute here Cause this is also a part of our history some of the songs that we're going to sing so I'm going to ask the traditional praise team if y'all come up here cry, y'all can go ahead and stand I'm going to actually go ahead and loosen my top now we need crowd participation on these songs I know some of you or most of you know all of these songs so this is a participatory point of the program where we're going to worship and praise God in the old time way amen So we're going to start off this song um, Real quickly It it says this And if you know these songs Go ahead and stand on your feet And give God some praise And hand clap Put your hands together And open up your mouth And help us This says I woke up this morning With my mind And it was Jesus. Oh I woke up this morning With my mind It was See, I knew you knew it I woke up It was said. If you know it, say it. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
2: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
5: Hallelujah. Now, this song says this right here Time is filled with swift transition. If you know it, help us sing it.
2: Gonna wear a crown, Shall wear a when that trumpet, trumpet sound, gonna wear me a crown, Shall wear a well, just as soon as my feet strike, dire. gonna lay down my heavy, yeah. gonna put on my robe and Glory. shout and tell my story, Glory. how I come over here then, and on up to the Christian, Rountain. I'm going to move on up a little. I'm going to see the people. I'm going to move on up a little. I'm going to see your main proactive. I'm going to move on up a little. I'm going to see my loving. Father. I'm going to move on up a little. I'm going to see my loving. Father. I'm going to move on up a little.
5: Remember this, it says, yeah. Go to A minor for me. Now this is for my real, real season, saints. It says, just another day that the Lord has
2: kept me. So, just another day oh, that the Lord has kept me. Yeah with my mind Stay Stay on him It's just another day That the Lord Has kept me Song say to you
5: From. I am willing. Anybody willing? Lord,
2: Lord. oh. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. So me stand. I am willing. Lord, to all
2: the
5: way. You go to E flat minor for me, man. Now we are really gonna go back right here. This song says,
2: "I love the Lord;
5: He heard my cry."
2: over pilgrim them through them
3: from boys uh, and Mr. Sutherland. She was hanging there. I see Reverend Reed and, and Reverend Greg Tini and even brother Williams Reverend Bate William from from Maxfire. Now uh, your wife couldn't hang I got you. She's in the pastor choir. <laughs> So we, we, we tried to hang as far as we could. <laughs> and many people in the choir couldn't hang either. Uh-huh. I was watching. I, th- I thought Sister Boy was going to make it. But after a while she dropped out too. <laughs> it's a joy just to go back in history. Just to see Sister Claxton, hang in there she was there all the way i said i thought my wife was going to hang in, but she dropped out too so hello. <laughs> so said, this is a good thing this is a good way to celebrate our history will you help me give the lord god a clap offering for what he has done amen to God be the glory. And I want to thank God for Brother Tippett here. Amen. Amen. Many of you didn't know it just a few days ago. She, he was in surgery in Shreveport. But the Lord preserved him. We thank God for you, sir. Amen these are evidence that God is faithful to his word. And we thank God for that. If you will only believe, all things are possible to them that believe. Amen. Thank God for all of our deaconesses and all of our deacons. Amen. Amen. Obedience birth blessings, and I'm grateful to see you all dressed up. And even look at our deacons and deaconesses, what a blessing! I cannot wait to take the communion today and look at the table. How beautiful! See. Some of this thing has many, you know. Some people, they're going to hear the gospel, but some people want to see the gospel. The Catholic Church has done well in this area. They give you something to see. And I'm grateful whoever has prepared the table, we can see the glory of God shining through you. Pray that God will reward you for your obedience. Amen. Amen. I'm not going to take too much of your time. I was planning, because today's communion, I was going to preach and teach on a simple topic. Say, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. And I believe it's also appropriate for this occasion because when you look back in history and see so many wrongdoings, it's always good to encourage one another that we don't need to live with anger and bitterness. Just like Jesus Christ we need to learn to forgive, forget, and move on. Yes, sir. With all the mistreatment and all the suffering that he went through, on the cross, he stretched his hand. And if that were me, I will have some choice words. For all those people. Uh, because. I thought I had been delivered from cussing. But every now and then Somebody will wake up that anointing. <laughs> you just want to give them a piece of your mind. <laughs> I know I'm on TV. But bless God. Jesus is our perfect example. He never cursed them. He said, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they are doing. That was what I was going to preach about. Because I thought that would be appropriate for this history month. But the Lord delivered me from my own self and gave me a different subject to talk about. So I am here just to walk in obedience. So our subject for discussion will be announced, but I want you to stand with me as we read the word of God. And it's found in the book of Galatians, chapter 3. Verse 28. The Book of Galatians, Chapter 3, Verse 28. After I speak briefly about it, then I'm going to invite the deacons and all the ministers. That we receive the Holy Communion. Galatians 3.28 says. There is neither Jews. Nor Greek. There is neither bound. Nor free. There is neither male. Nor female. For you and I we are all one in Christ Jesus. Amen, say amen to that. Amen. Let's pray. Our Father and our God, we are grateful for the power of prayer. In this house is present today's many needs. Your word say cast all your cares. God. He cared for us. And so we're walking in obedience this morning. In the altar of our mind, we cast all of our cares. Father, I pray that you will meet every need in this house this morning. Just because they're here. Just because somebody shut down Everything going on at home And tune in I pray that you will touch us I pray that you will heal us I pray that you will supply All of our needs And I pray that you will have your way In this house I thank you That somebody will be touched Somebody will be blessed And our life will never be the same again. Help me to preach this gospel. It is your gospel. And I thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I want to talk with you for a few minutes on the subject titled, What Does the Bible Say? concerning race, what does the Bible have to say on the question of race? It's always good to know where God stands. I noticed how he called my attention. He said, I want The world to know I've given you a platform to reach beyond your four walls. I want you to tell the whole world God's position on race. And that's my assignment this morning. You all know this month we we are celebrating black history. And I've been preaching a series of sermons tailored towards that history month. The first week, I share with you the topic titled, God's Going to Have the Last Say. The second week, by permission of the Holy Spirit, I share with you the topic titled, The Power of Unity. And last Sunday, again by permission of the Holy Spirit, I share with you the topic titled How to Have Great Faith That Sustained Our Forefathers in Time of Trouble. And today, my assignment is to share with you God's few points, what he has to say concerning the question of race. All minds clear? I hope I don't have to mention that race is still an issue in America. If you don't believe me, because there are some people that are They chose not to see, even though they have eyes. But if you don't believe me, why do we still have white churches and black churches? In fact, somebody said the most divided, segregated hour in America today It's Sunday morning. So, this issue is still alive and well. I'm not surprised that God is giving directive that now I want the world to know God's view about it. And I saw the answer in the scripture that God gave to me today. It's very simple. God said, As far as he's concerned, there is no Jew and there is no Greek. No bond, no free. All these divisions about white churches, black churches, he said he's not into that. All this debate about whether Females should preach, whether women should be a preacher or teacher or pastor. God say, I'm not into all that foolishness. No male, no female. He said, when it comes to things of the spirit, all of us, we are one in Christ. So, ladies and gentlemen, why is it that we're still acting in ignorance? The Bible gives an answer to that also. He said, my people perish because we lack knowledge. And I have to confess that even the pulpit is part of the problem. Because there is mist in the, in the pulpit, then there's fog in the pews. So, many preachers will shun away from this kind of topic. They don't want to get in trouble. Now hear the Lord say to me, without me you can do nothing anyway. I never had a pastor's aid committed to protect me when I get in trouble. For 26, 27 years in this church, I've learned to completely depend on God. Ladies and gentlemen, if our pulpit is right, a lot of what issues we're dealing with today, we won't be dealing with it. If our pulpit is right, we would have solved the problem of racism long time ago. Even we would have solved the problem of slavery. We would have solved the problem of Jim Crow. We would have solved the problem of segregation. Now we still have racism in the school. Yes, I said it. Somebody needs to tell the truth. We still have racism, even in the police department. Yes, I said it. Even in our workplace, we still dealing with the issue because for the longest, the pulpit has been silent. The pulpit has been quiet. And some of our pulpits have gotten twisted about it. So as a result, we are still fighting and fooling with this question of racism. So today, I don't come to share with you my opinion because I got an opinion. But everybody got an opinion. But today I want to share with you what God said about it. We don't need to continue in this confusion. Still wondering which lives matter. That's what ignorance would do to people. People are asking the question, is it black life that matters? Is it white life that matters? Some even say, "Let's pass a legislation about blue lives, man." It took me a while to figure out who got blue. <laughs> is it the Hispanic life that matter? Some people ask the question: Is is it the unborn lives that matter? But according to the Word of God, all lives. Matter. Am I right about it? Amen. 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 How do we know this? Because God said, I made everyone in my own image. In my own likeness. Well, if somebody is made in the image of God, and you think that somebody is ugly, you are ugly. Yes, I said not You're not just ignorant. You're ugly. Ladies and gentlemen, this issue of race has become a problem for too long. It used to be a small problem, but now it's a big problem. It's a major sickness. It has become... A disease. And there is a disease called racism. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just so glad that God has something to say about it. Amen. Because it's become too deep that over-the-counter medication will not solve it. Amen. You can go to Walgreens or C, V, S, or whatever they call it, and say, can you give me something for racism? This has become a major problem. We need surgery as a nation to solve this problem. i send a copy of this message to the governor of the state. I have access to him. Please permit me to tell you a little history from God's perspective. I hope no one will dispute that in the beginning it was God who created heaven and earth. Can I get an amen? Amen. I hope no one will dispute that he made Adam and Eve. They were the first human being that was created. Can I get an amen? Amen. I hope no one will dispute the fact that he created a garden that is called the Garden of Eden. By the way, that was not in North Carolina or South Carolina. It was in Africa. Do I get an amen to that? I just want to know that you know a little Bible. Because some of you act as if the Garden of Eden is in Los Angeles. <laughs> Bless your heart. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're following the history of Almighty God, you will notice that those people. If they are in Africa somewhere, they were no white people. Adam wasn't white. Yes, I said it. Eve was not white either. They are brown people. It's getting out of quiet here. But somebody got to tell the truth. Ladies and gentlemen, things got bad and you remember there was the flood. Am I still in the Bible? And God decided to start all over. And this time it's going to start with only one family. What's the name of the family? Noah. I'm glad that you know your Bible. And ladies and gentlemen, most theologians would tell you if Noah's parent or grandparent, Adam and Eve, was brown, guess what color is Noah? Brown as it could be. Amen, somebody. By the way, if you notice, If you're a scientist, if you have a primary color brown, you can get white color from brown. You know, I'm not just a preacher. I went to school like you, and I got a bunch of degrees. They're not from the internet either, they're real. If you have brown as your base color, you can get black color out of it. That's simple science. So, it's not a surprise when Noah, the Bible says, has three children. The Bible even took the time to tell you the names of those children. One of them is called Ham. Well, all you need to do is Google the many of the name Ham. They will tell you it simply means black. The black of the berry. <laughs> the sweet <of> the Jew. <laughs>
1: I'm
3: going trying try to help somebody. <laughs> Brother Ham was, was a black man. Let the record show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, then we have another young man, another son of Noah called Japheth. And if you Google it again, you'll find out it simply means fair and light color. That's the white folks. Mm -hmm. And then you will see another son by the name Shem. And amazingly, if you Google that, it will simply tell you it means a name. So these are parents who are naming their kids according to the color of their skin. Ladies and gentlemen, also you need to know that God did not allow these various colors of our skin to create division among us. So according to the Bible, you have people that are light and fair color. According to the Bible, you have people that are dark and brown color. Where God did all of these. By the way, the predominant color on earth is not white. Knowledge you're getting, get understanding. The predominant color in the world today is brown. I could have come this morning and just say, I'm just going to preach on, I'm black and I'm uh, proud about it. Yeah. But I'm going to be obedient. God said, just tell the people we are stand as God on the question of race. So, God did not create different colors to create a division. What he was trying to do was to achieve diversity. If you don't hear anything, please take note of that. But you know the devil always twists. Sometimes God is trying to do some awesome things and the devil will come up with a scheme. But you need to know where God stands. In the book of Numbers, chapter 12, verse 1, you begin to see the the work of the devil. While God is trying to achieve diversity, the Bible says Miriam. And Aaron, they began to speak against Moses. Make sure that's in your Bible. Guess what they were speaking running their mouth about Moses' bar, Because Moses married an African. The Bible even tells you what country that woman came from. The Bible could not be clearer. Moses married an Ethiopian. And Miriam didn't like that. And Aaron didn't like that. So guess what God said. God said, here's my opinion. Because you don't like black people, I'm going to punish you with leprosy. Make sure it's in your Bible. I can close my book and go home. Because God let you know right there, again, where he stand about. In fact, Moses prayed that God will heal Miriam. No, God said, no, since she, since she likes white people, I'm going to make her white. For seven days, she was hit with leprosy. And she was excluded from the congregation of the people. Let me serve notice to all of you who are racist. Don't provoke the anger of the Lord. I don't care whether you're white or black. God is not a racist. And you better stop all that foolishness. Can I get an amen? Amen. I'm just giving you a little history from the word of God. Again, in the year 722 B.C., before Jesus, hundreds of years, when the Israelites, they messed up. You know how we are. We messed up. And bless God, God wants to bring judgment on them. And the judgment is for their enemy to come and conquer them. So, to cut the story short, the Assyrians came and invaded Israel and conquered Israel. And guess what they did? They took some Jewish people, they took them to Assyria. Then they brought some Assyrians, they planted them in Israel because they just conquered them. Well, you know how that goes. I wish I can paint a picture. All of a sudden now the Jews and the Assyrians. I'm trying to find good English before I messed up. I, so now we're having all these people mixing and mingling. Mm-hmm. Some of you are products of that. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't turn to your neighbor yet. So now we have mixed races. And then the Jews start another problem. So if you are of mixed race, they call you unclean. If you are of mixed race or you have interracial marriage, the Jews and the Assyrians then they call you a Samaritan. That's that word. That's where it comes from. And ladies and gentlemen, by the way, if I may take a digression, there's no single scripture in the word of God that condemns interracial marriage. Not one. So if you're black, and you want to marry white, God bless you. If you're white, you want to marry black. Hey, don't turn me off. You know, I'm talking to you. Not a single preacher will point you a scripture that says, Don't marry from other race. What God did condemn is interfaith. Marriages. In other words, if you're Christian, don't marry non-Christian. And guess what? Some of you do. You still do that. Well, make sure you keep my number because you're going to need it for counseling. It's just a matter of time. Somebody got to tell the truth. What is this thing called racism? is when somebody thinks in his head that one race is better than the other. And what is so troubling to me is that even the body of Christ, the church has adopted that kind of sick thinking. During slavery, you won't believe it, many people justified the action of making other people slaves. In the name of God. But God said, I'm not a part of that mess. If you remember, we shall have time. In the New Testament, the reason why we have deacon's ministry. Deacon's ministry. Is because it's a group of healings. There are some women who are discriminated against. They were serving food for everybody. And then when they found that your color is different, then they give you a little bit of food. It's in your Bible. If not, we will not have a ministry for you We won't need you. It was a mess, racism that was going on in the word of God. And that's why the, the preachers said, look, we're going to devote our time to prayer. We're going to devote our time to teaching the word of God. Look among yourselves. Some good men. Full of the Holy Ghost. And full of wisdom. Not some dodo birds. And the Bible said those deacons. They attended to that problem. They treat these women right and they serve everybody, all of a sudden, the church begins to grow. Well, let me help you pastors. I'm trying not to take too long, but so many downloads. If you really want your church to grow, create an atmosphere. Create a culture where everybody is welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, there are many other examples. You will see Peter. Peter was so full of racism that God showed him a vision with all kinds of meat on it. It's just like the other day when we were uh, celebrating. Some of these Greek people. Some of you write me ugly letter. Some of you text me all saying, but. You are so full of yourself That even the Holy Ghost couldn't get through. I don't know, Greek. I never heard of the fine night in my life. But I'm so glad. That people are in the house of God. That they don't have to go into the world and I'm so glad after they get through all their dancing all their celebration they all sat down and you still see Peter said no I've been brought up this way I will never change and it was God almighty that was showing him a vision say get off your Russia!" I'm looking for good English. Sometimes it's hard. 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 God wants him to go among the Gentiles and spread the gospel. There is a man and his family, Mr. Colinius, in Acts chapter ten, waiting to receive the Holy Ghost. Wants to come to Jesus, and here you are. You say, "No, I ain't going nowhere." I don't fool with white people. I don't fool with black people. And God said to him, look, you're a racist, you know. Everybody I got children. They are made in my image. Don't call them unclean. And thank God Peter changed. And Peter went there But the problem today is that many of you have never changed. That's why we still have racism in our society today. Racism, even in the church, racism in the culture, racism on the job, racism everywhere you go. That's why men and women are treated differently. You'll be amazed how many denominations still will not allow women to preach. Still will not allow women to be a pastor. And they're fighting each other. Hey, don't turn me off. Ladies and gentlemen, God wants to do a new thing. From the crack house to the White House, God wants to do a new thing. Are you see here? Jesus is our perfect example. When he came, he ministered to the Jews. Am I right about it? Yeah. But he ministered to non-Jews. Am I right about it? Yeah. Remember the centurion. He was not a Jewish person. But Jesus didn't run him away. He ministered to him. Remember the Sorrow Phoenician woman. She was not a Jew, but Jesus ministered. Remember the woman by the well. He was, she was a, a mixed race, a Samaritan. Jesus would not even leave until he made an appointment with her. It lets you know the position of God on the question of race. Don't get in this foolishness that's going on all over the world. Be like Jesus. Love everybody. Celebrate different cultures. Celebrate our diversity. Ladies and gentlemen, the problem that I'm seeing in the body of Christ today, many churches, to their credit, they're willing To preach the gospel to everybody. But they're not willing to sit down and eat with you. A well with your gospel. When Jesus got to that well. Guess what he told that woman. I want to drink from your bucket. I want to sit down with you. Not just to preach to you. What kind of love if you're willing to send me Bible but you're not willing to hang out with me? You're racist. Somebody needs to tell you. Notice what the text says. There's no Jew, there's no Greek, there's no bond, no free, no male, no female. We are all one. In Christ Jesus. Let me tell you, oh, I gotta stop. You see, there was a church in Antioch. It was a significant church in the history of Christianity. That's where Paul, who wrote three-fourths of your New Testament, that's where it came from. The Bible says there are five leaders there. And the Bible gives you the name of those leaders. And two out of the five are black men. Can you handle the truth? On the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Ghost descended, everybody was filled and the Bible told you there are many Africans there. Right. Many black folks there. God don't have no problem with them. In is so funny. In Acts chapter 13, verse 1, the Bible says these leaders, it said one of them is Barnabas. Another one is Simeon. It said Niger. All right? There's another one, Lucius told you it's from Cyrene. That's an African, in case you don't know. They gave you another name, Mania, and Saul. Saul, who later become Paul. Out of that five, two of them were set apart. Barnabas and Paul. Where if two of them are sent out as missionaries, that left you with three people. And out of those three... Two of them are black. Guess who was the majority leading that church? The black folks. And God did amazing thing through that church. So don't let nobody look down on you. When you know who you are and who you are and nobody And ride your back. Say amen to that. Amen. The two of them. Paul and Barnabas. Out of the five. Gone on mission work. And the Holy Ghost commissioned them. That leave only three people. And out of those three. Two of them are black. The controlling power of that church. The majority leadership of that church. The child that the Holy Ghost used mightily for his glory. Predominantly led by blacks. Ladies and gentlemen, racism is not of God. I've got to stop. When you're hating a person because of the color of his skin, you're not of God. Racism is when you believe that one race is more superior. Than the other, or that you believe that one race is inferior. And what is so troubling to me, some of you have believed that too. You're walking around as if you're nobody. Follow me as I follow Christ. When was the last time you see my head bow down for anybody? When you know who you are. In Christ. And no devil. Can put you down. You know what I'm trying to say in a nutshell. As far as God is concerned. Racism is not good. I got to close by saying this. Romans chapter 12 verse 9. He said what we need Is to love one another for real, love all people, regardless of their race, and it's time for the church to stand up and declare that racism is not of God, that racism is evil. You can't go to church on Sunday singing Amazing Grace and then you go to work on Monday and you're full of devil. You know what the Bible said we need to do? John chapter 13 verse 14 verse 34 He said a new commandment I'm giving to you. What's the new commandment? Love one another. Love everybody. There is no reason why people should be attacked just because they're Asians. There's no reason why anybody should be put down just because they're black. There's no reason why you should mistreat any white person just because of the color of their skin. Love everybody. Jesus said, "If you're gonna say you're a Christian, by these, will all men know?" I raise my case. Everybody, stand to your feet. I believe with all my heart. The reason why Jesus came and died for our sins. So that we can get rid of all this mess, because our mess have separated us from God, and our mess have separated us from one another. There's something called a ministry of reconciliation. God wants to reconcile you back to God. God wants to reconcile you to one another. Let me give you an assignment. When you go to work tomorrow, beginning tomorrow, love the devil out of every one of you. Pastor, come here and pray for us. Then we're going to take the Holy Communion because I'm getting very emotional now. God has created this beautiful country with all the blessings and the more God is trying to bless us the more we're tearing it apart. It doesn't make any sense at
0: all. Let us pray. Let us pray for forgiveness. Let us pray for souls let us pray for healing, that God will heal our land. Heavenly Father, we come this morning thanking you, O God. Father, we thank you because you are God and there is no other. There is none like you, dear God. Father God, we come to you this morning praying, Lord God, that you forgive us of our sins. Create in us a clean heart and renew in us the right spirit, O God. Lord God, your spirit is love. For you loved us so much that you gave your only begotten son to shed his blood for the remission of our sins. And we thank you, dear God. Now, Lord God, we come to your throne of grace boldly that we may obtain mercy and help in a time of need. And Lord God, we need you right now, Lord God. We need you, Heavenly Father, like never before, Oh God. Lord, we need you in Zion Hill. We need you in Central Louisiana. Lord God, we need you in our state. We need you in our nation, oh God. Now, Lord God, help us, O oh Father God. Oh God, you are good, and you are merciful, and you are kind. Lord God, I thank you right now that you are healing our bodies, oh God. Heal our bodies. Heal our spirit, man. Heal our soul. Heal our thinking, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And Lord God, we thank you, Father. Lord God, heal our families, oh God. Our families need you, oh God heal marriages heal our children oh god father god heal the land oh god in the name of jesus oh god we invoke the power of your blood oh god over our city our state our nation oh god Cleanse, father god in the name of jesus and we thank you dear god now, O oh God, if there is one here today that don't know you as their Lord and Savior, Lord God, right now, we invite them, O oh Lord God, to you, O oh Lord God, and we thank you. We bless your name, Father God. We glorify you, O oh God. Oh, we praise you, Father God. If you love him today, shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. One for the Father, one for the Son, one for the Holy Ghost. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Let us take communion at this time.
2: Thank you.
3: Africa. The only person that Jesus felt only to carry his I thank you that you are God who loves everybody. I thank you that no one can say they are better than anyone in the kingdom of God. Thank you for making us in your own image. And everywhere we look in the world of God, to we'll honor people are different you love the poor you love the rich you love the black you love the white help us deliver us from all this mess going on as we eat and drink this morning i pray oh god that your blood will come alive again in our lives
2: Help us, oh
3: God, to think right. Help us, oh God, to love one another. Help us, oh God, to live like you live. Thank you. We eat the bread and drink of the cup. In your precious name. Amen. gathered all of his disciples just like you and me are gathered here today. And he gave them the bread. He said, take it. This is my body that was broken for you. If you are here this morning and there is anything not going well in your body. Remember Jesus' body was broken. And by his stripe, you are healed. Let's receive the bread. Thank you, Lord. In the same manner, he gave them the cup. He said, This is not just Jews, this represents my blood that will be shed. Without the shedding of the blood. There is no remission for sin. My heart is heavy. For what is going on in America. But thank God for the blood. And I cover you. And your household. With the blood of Jesus. Shall we eat and drink. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I pray that God will watch over you. I pray that God will protect you. The Bible said, Angel of the Lord, encamp around them that fear him. I pray that God will watch over all your children. It is so in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for being in church this morning. If you're looking for a church home, will you please come forward while everybody is leaving? My wife and I want to welcome you to this great church. We love you and wish you a wonderful day.